0: Hello, lovely humans. I'm Wyo Lee, and you are listening to Sex Stories, a podcast where we learn about exactly what we like during sex so we can tell our partners and each other and all lead better laid lives. Our guest today is a 23-year-old straight cis female. She is in a monogamous hetero relationship with a partner of two years. She has a foot fetish and is into anal and is super turned on by the idea of full dress-up roleplay and the idea of watching her partner be with somebody else. A legal assistant living in New Jersey, welcome Ace. Hi, thank you. Hey. Can you start off by telling our listeners if you had to rate yourself today, right now, on a sexual shame scale with 10 being the most full of shame and one being not so shamey at all, where do you fall?
1: I will say three, but others will say one.
0: <gasps> say more. Friends, they say that I'm
1: very open to say things about my sex life. My boyfriend says that I am very um, shameless when it comes to sex, especially with him. But I would like to maybe say I'm a three just because I do have some shame. Even Mm -hmm. though I might be expressive about it, I do feel at times that I shouldn't.
0: When and how does that come up for you if you can notice a specific pattern? When I feel very confident. So if it's a day that I feel
1: very confident with my friends I'm like, oh, I did this, I did that. Or when I have great sex, I will always text my friends like, oh, my God, I just had like the best sex or I just did this or I tried this and this was amazing.
0: And then when do the shamey parts come out? When I just first meet people and it seems like
1: they're open to talk about it and I don't know them very well. I'm like, well, I don't
0: know how I feel about talking about this or family. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Can you tell us what is your sex life like right now? And what are your favorite parts?
1: My sex life right now is pretty amazing. It's not like an everyday like we do something, but it's like when I need it or when I want it the most, it's there. So he gives me what I need. I give him what he needs. Nice. Do you usually initiate or does he? We both do. Many times, like we get home around the same time from work. Sometimes he's like, okay, get in the bedroom right now. Or like sometimes I'm like, okay, I need you to go and get in the bedroom for me. So it's like, it's a balance.
0: I love that. We have
1: kind of like the same sex drive. So (gasps) I think we have a great balance.
0: Okay. What would you say your shared ideal is assuming that you're not like stressed out by life? Like if things were perfect, like how often would you be doing it?
1: If it was my choice, every day. <laughs> yes, every
0: day. Love <laughs> it. I feel you. Yeah, if only work and life didn't get in the way of my right. sex schedule. <sighs> mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, can you tell us now what does sexy mean to you? Confidence.
1: So, like I said before, when I feel confident, I talk about sex. I, I talk about things that shouldn't, you know, society doesn't want you to talk about. So I feel like being sexy is something that society doesn't really look at the right way. So that's something that it's like when you're confident, you feel sexy. Mm. I personally feel sexy when I'm being complimented and not necessarily by my sexual partner, but by just anybody. If anybody says, oh, my God, I like your hair or, oh, look, like you look great in this. okay, I feel sexy. I feel good about myself.
0: Amazing. Does that apply to, I know that there's like some people don't like compliments if they come from, say, gentlemen on the street. I tend to get really polite compliments from random people, like strangers. Like, is there a type of compliment that will turn you off? There's
1: not really a compliment that will turn me off, but it's just the way that you say things. It's not what you say. It's the way that you say it. So definitely when somebody says something, you know, that it's not the typical compliment, they, they, they try to compliment any part of your body, but they don't say it the way that you will feel comfortable. I feel like that's definitely a no-no. If you're walking on the street and somebody
0: says, hey, like you look good or, you know,
1: that's good for me. And that will make me feel very good.
0: Yeah, there is so much. Even I can pick up on the tones there. And I think the thing for me is like when someone is really entitled, like they think that they like deserve to have me or they're like acting like that's what I'm like, fuck off. (laughs) But when it's someone who's very polite and there's just this energy of like respect and admiration, I'm like, thank you. I see you as a person, too. And that's like how I feel. Yeah. I love that you love compliments. I do. Are you gracious at receiving them? Like, what do you say? Or wait, can I practice? Sure.
1: <laughs> okay, go ahead.
0: You look incredibly radiant and open. I see this beautiful face of just like unknown curiosity before me and a radiant smile. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> How fun. Great. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that was that was really nice. I'm like
0: blushing right now. <laughs> I, I need to practice, too. I actually have a friend who's really good at receiving compliments. And she has, like, helped me sort of feel into, like, pleasure of sharing the gift with the giver, if that makes sense. Like, it's so much easier for me, to because I've heard her so many times go, oh, thank you, to really, like, feel into that for myself. Yes. So I yes. I love that. I love that. Well,
1: I am going to say that. I feel that my face expression and everything right now, it's also because of the vibe that you're giving me.
0: Thank you. That feels like a compliment to me. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. You're welcome. I have been noticing so much lately how just the tiny little energetic invitations and really understanding how the words we use and the energy that we give is an invitation to another person. And it's actually like clocking the difference between the interactions that I have in this space on this podcast versus the real world that I'm like, oh, yeah. I see what's happening here.
1: For sure. Yeah.
0: Can you tell us next? Did you ever learn about consent explicitly growing up? Yes. As Okay, you did. Okay. And then as an adult, part two of the question is, do you have a sexy consent related experience? Like where, where it was like a clear yes, and it was hot. So part one, you learned about it explicitly. Tell us about that.
1: Yes, my mom, since I was very little, she always said to me, always be careful with anybody that wants to touch you, anybody that might do something that you don't feel comfortable with. And she always made sure that I knew that I would always can go to her and tell her, hey, this happened to me. Later on in life, something did happen to me, and I did not do that. I didn't go Mm. to her. But I do feel that when I'm ready, I could definitely go and talk to her and tell her this is what happened and this is how I feel.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I also just want to reflect that I love that you're doing it in your own time, in your own way. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Do you want to answer the question about like a hot consent moment or do you want to speak about the part that wasn't consensual or maybe both? Up to you.
1: We can do both. When I was 20, I was sexually assaulted. I was raped by a person that I did have a relationship with before that. And by the time that that happened, we weren't together anymore. Mm -hmm. It had been a while since we weren't together and it happened in my own home. So I felt very, you know, exposed. So it was something hard to deal with. It's still hard. It's only been like three years. So it's still very hard to deal with. And... He was a close friend of the family, so it's been hard to be able to, to open up about him. Yeah. But when I met my boyfriend, he's actually the first person that ever said, hey, can I do this? And we met, we were drinking, and it was a family party, and he's a friend of my family as well. He asked me, can I kiss you? And it was so like unexpected. I didn't expect it at all. And the funny thing is that he tried to make a bet. He said, okay, if this song comes up next, can I kiss you? And I said, I don't think that song is going to come up next. I think my the song that I requested was going to come up next. He ended up changing the song and he made this bet with me, but he asked me, can I kiss you if this song comes on? And it just, you know, it changed my perspective on a lot of things mm. because he literally just asked me if he could kiss me and i never been asked. Yeah. How did it feel? I felt so comfortable, mm-hmm. and I felt so special because it showed how valuable I am, and it showed how much of a good person he is and somebody that deserved that kiss.
0: Ugh. Oh. Before we move on, do you feel comfortable sharing what you did to take care of yourself after the trauma occurred for you?
1: Yeah. I talked to some friends. And those friends were not as understanding as I thought they would be. Mm-hmm. And it really hurt my feelings because I felt like I was being blamed for what happened to me because I had this relationship with this person before anything happened. But during the time, I actually I asked my mom, I said to her, because we were also going through some family issues, I said to her, we should go to therapy. As a family, individually, however you would like it, we should go to therapy. I started going to therapy on my own. Mm -hmm. Then she joined in. It kind of helped me to talk about it. It was the first time I ever actually spoke to somebody about it. Yeah. And I actually stopped therapy a few months ago, but they put me on medication and stuff. It did help a lot. And it came to a point where I actually went to the police to report what happened. And I get so nervous when I talk about this. Yeah. And my boyfriend was actually the one to kind of push me to do that, to Mm. say to me, listen, what happened to you was not okay. And you are in total control of what you can do about it. And you have these options. And that's why I decided to go ahead. I kind of told my mom about it, didn't tell her exactly what happened, Okay. but I was able to Express how I felt when I felt like my personal space was violated.
0: Mm. Thank you for sharing that. I know that that is a lot on top of a violation in the place where you live. Thank you. OK. Getting back into our intro questions. What happens to your shamometer when it's time to talk to a new partner about safer sex, and in your ideal world, how would that conversation go?
1: If it could go down to negatives? it will go down to like negative 100 because I'm very, very careful with who I'm with. And funny thing, and this is why I feel like I'm in the perfect relationship for myself. My boyfriend and I, when we first had sex, two days later, we both went to the doctors to get tested and everything. (laughs) But it was separate. You know, we were just dating. We weren't like really in a full on relationship and I asked him, oh, what did you do today? And he said, oh, I went to the doctor. Then he asked me, what did you do? And I was like, oh, I also went to the doctor. But we never told each other why we went to the doctor. And then later on, we said, oh, well, the time that I told you that I was at the doctor's I was to getting tested because we had just had sex and we never had the conversation. But I've had the conversation with other partners where I said, I don't feel comfortable unless we're using a condom. Or I don't feel comfortable doing this unless I know that we are both clear. Yeah. So my ideal conversation would be, I don't feel comfortable doing such and such until we both get tested. But a lot of people are not comfortable with that. They're not comfortable with a conversation of
0: safe sex. Yeah. I would imagine that you make people feel very comfortable. Am I getting special treatment or <laughs> are you a pretty like calm person? I am a calm person. Yeah. I really feel that from you. Like I feel a grounded <laughs> energy that is sort of very, very yummy. Just the way you speak, even the way that you say clear. I love that. Like clear instead of clean. Like that's beautiful. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck Thank yeah. You. Yeah. May that all rub <laughs> off on us. I love that. Oh my God. Thank you. <sighs> okay. Let's dive into the juicy details. Take us back to your early years. What do you remember? What are your first memories hearing about sex? What did you think about it? What did you feel about it? First time
1: I ever heard about sex, I was 12. I was pretty old. I mean, you know, I didn't know anything about masturbating. I didn't know anything about kissing. I had my first kiss when I was 12, but it was just a peck on the lips. Mm -hmm. It wasn't anything more than that. When I was about 14, I found this box in my mom's room and there was a box of cards and it had pictures of naked women and naked men. (laughs)
0: Like playing cards? What kind of cards? Yeah, like playing cards. Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, I didn't know why it was there. I left it alone. Later on the same year, my mom said, oh, I'm having a couple of friends over and we're going to have a sex expert talk about sex and things that we can do. So I would like you to go out or go to a cousin's house so we could do that. My mom has always been very open about sex. And she has always like expressed how she feels about it. She's always been very loving to my dad. Loving, I mean, like always kissing him mm-hmm. or she'll get on top of him. She's very tiny. She'll get on top of him. So for me, being affectionate was always something that was part of life. So when we talked about sex, when she would talk about it, she would just talk about it and she wouldn't really care. But now if it meant like me having sex, no. Oh,
0: wow.
1: It was a no, a hard no. Okay. So yeah, the first time she never gave me the sex talk, but the first time that she did kind of mention about me having sex, it was because I was a freshman in high school, a classmate of mine got pregnant and my mother said when I told her if you get pregnant I'll slap you for getting pregnant at such a young age but we'll deal with it (laughs) I told her I was like I've never even kissed a boy and she was like okay good don't do that
0: oh wow wow that's so wild I also am very curious as an adult do you know what your mom is into what did the sex expert teach her
1: I think my mom is into everything except bringing other people in and anal. She has talked about that. She always says that's not meant, nothing's meant to go
0: in there. She always says that. <laughs> Politely disagree, but okay. So you didn't really get a sex talk. When did you have your first kiss and partnered explorations? And had you explored your own body at that point?
1: Well, first, I feel like I hit puberty very quickly. Okay. My boobs were already really big by the time I was 12. Boys never really like talked to me. I guess I always had that very innocent looking, you know, girl, like she's very innocent. Don't touch that. So nobody ever like really talked to me. So when I was maybe 15, a lot of my friends had boyfriends. They started talking about sex. I looked up what sex was. <laughs> I looked up like what it was, whatever. I just literally put sex on Google and a bunch of porn came on oh, and I started watching it I didn't do anything but I started watching it and then one day I felt like I wanted to know what it felt like so I started touching myself I only touched myself down there the vagina nothing else like I was just you know little like fingers or whatever but then my first boyfriend ever I was 17 We had kind of like a long distance relationship because I was a junior in high school. He was a senior. He graduated when we first started dating. He lived in New York and I lived in New Jersey. And he would love to have fun sex. But I didn't know what to do because it was my first sexual experience. Oh my gosh. So what did you do? So he would ask me, oh, like, touch yourself here or like grab your boob or do this. He was very into my boobs. And I would do that. And I would tell him, I honestly, I don't like it. I don't like what you're saying to me. I don't like, you know, and I told him. I was like, I don't like it. And he said, okay, maybe if we do it in person, you'll like it. We did do it in person. We were on a date. We were in a car. And he started touching me. And they started fingering me. And I was like, well, I do like this. I like this a lot. (laughs) (laughs) So then we started playing around with each other later on we didn't have actual sex until a year into our relationship Mm. and when we had sex the first first time i was shaking so much that i didn't feel anything whoa
0: nervous systems are crazy okay what do you remember i told i was
1: like is it in i don't feel anything And he was like, yes, it is. And I was like, okay, well, what is that? Like, your phone is ringing. Turn your phone off. Oh, wow. And he says, no, that's not my phone. That's your legs. And I was just like, wow. I couldn't believe it. But it wasn't after I had sex, like real sex. I realized that that wasn't good sex.
0: Okay, let's let's do some definitions. <laughs> Tell us Ace's definition of real sex just for this purpose, like for the purposes of this story in particular.
1: Real sex is when both parties feel good. Mm-hmm. When both parties are feeling pleasure and you feel that you are in another world. That's what real sex is.
0: Beautiful. So with those early explorations with that partner, it sounds like there was a lot of curiosity. Was the fingering It sounds like that felt good, but was part of that novelty? I think a lot of my early experiences that were good might have been me being excited that it was new and I can't tell now. But what do you remember feeling about it?
1: The fingery for sure is something that I really like. It's something that I really like because I do orgasm through penetration more than rubbing.
0: Great.
1: Yes. So that's something that is really important to me. I don't like to judge. I've been... With guys with very small penis. Like for example that boyfriend had a very small penis. Mm -hmm. And then my boyfriend now has a very big penis. Mm -hmm. I definitely like bigger penises. Because I definitely. Have orgasms through penetration.
0: Yeah if you can orgasm through penetration. (laughs) I absolutely see why that makes a little bit more of a. Yes. Difference to you.
1: So the finger definitely was. Something that I liked. Everything else. Not so much. But I did discover that. I was very into anal with that boyfriend, that first boyfriend.
0: Okay. That's a good way to get introduced to anal too. I actually like, okay, just jumping ahead. Have you had a huge (laughs) cock anal wise?
1: No. And that's like an issue that I'm having with my boyfriend because it's like really hard. We've tried it, but it just
0: doesn't work. Ooh, okay, we'll get we'll get there. there. (laughs) I also just I got an inflatable butt plug that I haven't tried yet, but I finally unwrapped it today, and I'm like putting, you know, I'm just I'm just curious. Okay, but I want to focus first on actually the details of your pussy. What does she like, and like, can she come from fingering? Like, and how do you touch yourself, and how has that evolved over the years? Okay, first, the hands are very important.
1: When I masturbate with my left hand, it's not the same as when I masturbate with my right. I cannot come with my left hand. (laughs) I can only come with my left hand. Oh,
0: wow. Really? Yes. Are you left-handed in regular life?
1: I'm a righty. And I can only make myself come with my left hand.
0: Okay. What's your, like, motion or style or what do you do? It's just literally, I put my middle finger
1: and my ring finger right above my clit. Mm -hmm. And I just rub. I just rub.
0: Do you ever go inside by yourself with penetration?
1: No, okay. I don't. Yeah. When I do it from, by myself, I think I like more just rubbing the outside. I don't really like to go in the inside. I actually have bought vibrators that are, you know, vibrators, dildo. They're like this mm-hmm. both together. And I don't like them. Yeah. I really don't like them. I'd rather just do a vibrator and no nothing and only when I'm actually having sex it's when i like penetration yeah.
0: Fun. so does that mean you can also come from just your clit as well so you have both like both options cool yeah I have to say when I use vibrators that are dildo shaped the only times that I ever like use them as a vibrator and a dildo at the same time is if I'm just putting firm pressure on top and then that's kind of hot but I'm the same way I'm well I've actually been making effort to experiment more lately with different masturbations so I have been playing around with internal stuff but like My go-to is like that outside regular basic stuff. Here's a question for you. You like penetration with partners. Is there any sort of manual stimulation that you like with partners that you, if you're me, feel too lazy to do for yourself, but like it when someone else does it?
1: (laughs) No, there is actually. When I'm in doggy, I love it, love it when my boyfriend rubs my clip from the back.
0: Like a reach around or like from Yes, like a reach. A reach.
1: Like a reach. Yeah. Yes. I love that. He doesn't do it often. Okay. Does he know how much you like it? He does. He okay. does. Good. But when we get into it, we get into it. Oh. it. There's like no distractions.
0: Amazing. Amazing. Do you also like getting fingered in your asshole? Like since we're on manual stimulation, like do you like all the things?
1: I do. I actually do a lot. But I haven't done it in such a lot of time. Okay.
0: Before we get to these details, is there anything else we need to know about your formative experiences before we kind of dive into your current, like, favorites?
1: I had a fuck buddy once. That was a very strange experience. It was not something that I was used to. And I was very young. I was, and he was maybe seven years older than me. I was 18. I had just broken up with my ex. And that was my second sex experience ever. And it was like, you know, no strings attached kind of relationship. So it was very, very strange. Mm. But I enjoyed it. Weirdly, I did enjoy the fact that like I didn't have to commit to anything.
0: Were there any like sexual things you learned from it or enjoyed from it or like discovered through it?
1: I discovered that I like to watch myself having sex
0: like in a mirror on a video or yes yes mirror
1: videos too i've tried videos with my boyfriend now i've tried videos but um this guy he had a big mirror on his wall and every time i'll be on top i would just look at myself and i'm like wow you are so hot you're a goddess like look at you (laughs) amazing so i do like to watch myself
0: That's awesome. And so that was your next sexual partner. I feel like it took me so long to start even being able to like calibrate my sexual experiences. But you mentioned that there was a moment where you realized that there was like real sex or like good for you sex. When did that hit?
1: That hit with this one guy that I had a very good relationship with. We were friends and then we just randomly had sex. And It was amazing. Like, every single part of it was
0: how I wanted sex to be like. Amazing. Are there any details about this randomness that are worth sharing? (laughs) Yes, they are.
1: So, funny thing. I was sleeping over at his house. I was in a different bedroom. And he came in. I was somewhat drunk, but I wasn't too drunk. He came in and he gave me his shirt. And he said, here, you can change into this so you can sleep comfortable." And I said, okay. so he sat down and we were just talking and then we just started kissing. And it was just like he touched every single part of my body and he went down on me. And actually, he was the first person to ever eat me out.
0: (gasps) How was that for you? It sounds like it was good. But what do you remember? It was really good. There was a lot of tongue
1: and I really like tongue. Great. He definitely knows how to do it because He wouldn't, you know, there's some guys that they would just eat you out and they wouldn't touch anything. Mm -hmm. They would just do that. You know, he was touching every part of my body while he was doing it. And it was like he was so into it. And I was like, Oh my god, this is amazing. This is how I want it. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So yeah. And then we just had sex and I already knew that I really liked anal and anything but stuff. Uh So since I already knew that and he actually he put his finger in my bud and then he actually kissed my bud and he was like, <sighs> kissing everything huh. i was like wow like it was literally every single thing that was like the first time that every single thing that i wanted actually happened
0: wow that's magical oh my gosh so how was it getting your butthole <laughs> kissed for the first time it was good yeah i think i came just from that <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> holy shit Can you have ass You said that there was a kiss or that the kiss led. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yes, I know for
1: sure that I can. Because the only orgasms that I had with my first sexual partner, it was just through anal.
0: Great. So your internal nerve bundles are like there and ready to go. That's fucking awesome. Because some people just aren't shaped that way. Is it possible to articulate the difference in like internal feeling between an ass and a pussy
1: Ass is definitely more intense. And it's more of an out-of-world experience because you're having an orgasm through your butt, but everything is coming out through your vagina.
0: That's a great <laughs> way to put it. Yes. Yes, because it's like back there, but then it's like, For me, I don't know if it's like throbbing outward. I don't know. That doesn't make sense. But I think you know what I mean. (laughs) Lovers, this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. We all know that the foundation to an awesome sex life is excellent mental and physical health. But if proper rest, exercise, and a healthy lifestyle aren't leading to the blood flow you'd like when and where you'd like it, check out BlueChew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever the opportunity arises. And the process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you are approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online, so no visits to the doctor's office, no dealing with awkward physicians who aren't trained to talk about sex lives, plus no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet pack. Blue Chew and I want you to have better sex. Discover your options at BlueChew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code LOVER at checkout. You just pay $5 for shipping. That is BlueChew.com promo code LOVER to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And thank you to Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. What about the rest of your body?
1: I know that I told you that
0: my first boyfriend, he was very into my
1: boobs. Mm-hmm. I've never been into my boobs. I've actually been very insecure about them because oh, okay. they're very big and they've always been very big. So they made me always look older than what I was. Mm. And I didn't feel comfortable with that because a lot of men would look at me differently when I was very young and I didn't even know what sex was. Yeah. But with my boyfriend now, he loves boobs. And he loves titty fucking me. And I've never done it before him. So when he first said, oh, I'm going to titty fuck you, I was like, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> he looked at me He looked at me like, you know them well, you know what titty fucking is. And I was
0: like, I really "That's like good. my whole life. I'm like, no, but what do you mean? Yes, I do. But just tell me again.
1: <laughs> yes. So he laid me down because he didn't know. I didn't know how to do it. So he laid me down and he says, just squeeze your boobs together. And I'll put my dick in there. So that's how we did it for the first time. But now I love when I get on my knees and he's sitting down and I'm literally just moving my boobs up and down on his dick. I love that. It's so good.
0: That is amazing. (laughs) I don't know if I've seen or heard of that before. Spill it out for me. Do you do the movement? Is there a chair? Is it the bed? Does he are you grabbing his legs? Like what is most? No, I'm grabbing my boobs. You're grabbing your sitting down. Yes. And he's sitting down on the bed.
1: And I just go, I just move my boobs. At times I do get tired because I said, like I said, they're very big. So they're heavy. Yeah,
0: that's literally what I was wondering. I'm like, that sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> it is an arm workout. Wow. So he does help me. Do you use lube or, or is it like skin?
1: We use lube. We found this new lube. I don't remember the name, but it's the best lube that we've ever used. It's oh. organic. <gasps> it's amazing. Awesome. And it doesn't dry out. it's so good you know how some lube they dry out so we always struggle with that and this one is just amazing like sometimes we will use lotion because sometimes he just Mm. wants to get to titty fuck me like he doesn't want anything else oh my god so we sometimes we will use lotion and now that we found this new lube it's so good we don't need anything else
0: okay where do you like him to come
1: my face
0: Mmm. Okay. (laughs) Always. Were you always into facials or is it partner dependent for you? I know it's very touchy for some people, but tell us what your feelings are.
1: I never had it before him. Okay. It was one day we didn't see each other for a whole week because he went on vacation with his friends. He came back and we had this amazing sex and literally while he was fucking me, I was like, can you please come on my face? (sighs) (laughs) And then when it happened, I just got on my knees and he just came all over my face. And it was just like literally my whole entire face because... Again, we didn't have sex for a while. Well, for us, a while is a week. Yeah. Yeah. So we didn't have sex for that week. And it was a lot of calm. So it was like all over my face. Awesome. Yeah. So then we kept doing it a couple of times. It was this one time that it got on my eyes. And my eyes were red for... And I wore contacts. Oh, shit. My eyes were red for like five hours. Like they did not go down at all. It was really bad.
0: (laughs) yeah i've definitely gotten stuff in my eyes before and that's where we especially have to be careful for with partners that are not our fluid bonded ones but yeah I don't, it's the regular i'm trying to think if mine has ever like been itchy for five hours i definitely have had i don't think so i think i've been lucky but i definitely have found like cum in my eyelashes <laughs> if it makes you feel better i've sometimes had found cum under my boobs my <laughs> it's a sneaky spot yes <laughs> amazing okay so you get some body shots sometimes too
1: yes yes
0: oh that's amazing what's the sensation of the rest of your body like like take us through some of your erogenous zones not necessarily the private parts but also the private parts if we haven't talked about them yet like how do you like to get touched in different places my feet
1: i have a foot fetish i have a foot fetish for myself i have a foot fetish for others i love it when i get my feet kissed or massaged it turns me on. It turns me on. I literally just want to get on top of whoever's doing it and just fuck. And I love looking at my feet. When summer comes, I love wearing sandals. I love looking at my feet. Do you have a pedicure yet? Yes. So <laughs> I always, always, even in the winter, because I love looking at my feet. And sometimes people say, oh, the first thing I look at at a person is their smile. Me, it's like the first thing that I look at is
0: their feet. <gasps> Is this part of your partner selection? Like, if you found a partner that had ugly feet, well, would you just make him help them make them nice? What would you do? I
1: don't think I would even look at their feet if they weren't nice. Okay. Okay. My boyfriend has a very weird big toe. Okay. I always <laughs> call his toe mega mine. Oh my god! His toe is like very like skinny at the bottom, but then it's like where the nail bed is. It's huge. So I'm like, <laughs> you have a mega mine toe. So yes, that's one thing. But His feet are so soft. Mm. And I sometimes like when he's laying down, I'll go and kiss his feet because I love his feet. Like Even though he has a mega mind toe, I love his feet.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. So when did you first discover this about yourself and how?
1: That partner that I told you that that was the first time I ever had good sex. I'm telling you, he touched every
0: single part of my body.
1: He touched my feet. He literally just kissed my feet and I was like, wow.
0: That's incredible. Have you ever gone on a date with another like foot fetish person or like is your partner into feet? No. Okay.
1: And he's not either. My partner is not. He's not into a lot of things that I am into, but he compromises.
0: For the right people, we find the balance. I just always have these like when I hear you talk about like loving your feet, being touched and turning you on. I have heard stories through various friends who have. W- Worshippers who buy them pedicures. And like, I'm like, what a match made in heaven that would be. Or even just to find worshipers to get your pedicures. Is that something that you'd ever consider? Or like, do you take pictures of them and share them anywhere?
1: I never consider that, but I do take pictures of them. I, mean, I do take a
0: lot of pictures. Oh, that's money left on that table if you feel like
1: <laughs> it. <laughs> I actually got in contact with a person who has a website where he sells pictures of feet and. I did not want to do it because he wanted me to show my face.
0: Oh, you don't. Have and that. I
1: didn't want to. So I said no.
0: It is a lot of work. It can be like a full time thing. But also, I don't know. I feel like you could post some pictures <laughs> and get some free pedicures if you ever want to. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else to say about feet? Like, have you gone to a dinner, like a dinner date and like slid your feet up anyone's legs? Or is that like, does that do anything for you? Is it more about them being worshipped?
1: I do that all the time with my boyfriend. Every time we go on dates. He's always asking me, what are you doing? I mean, at first he always asked me, what are you doing now? He's just like used to it.
0: Okay. So. And then are you one of those people when you orgasm, some people have like a foot and or toe slash genital slash nose connection. It's something to do with the (laughs) vagus nerve. But like, does that exist for you at all? It doesn't. Okay. That's even cool. I mean, that's it's all (laughs) cool, but it's like, it's just so cool to know. All of the layers. And are your feet ticklish at all? Surprisingly, no.
1: I am ticklish. My legs. Like, if he's kissing my legs or if he's going up my thighs, I start giggling. Mm. <laughs> I can't stop it.
0: Yeah. What about the rest of you? Like, do you like tummy touches? Do you like side touches? Neck, ears, head, any of that stuff? Neck. Oh, I said neck. <laughs> Different kind neck? of neck.
1: <laughs> neck, yes. But not always, you know, that's one thing about me that not every part of my body is, you know, a place to turn me on. Not Mm -hmm. every part of my body is a turn on button. So I really do Mm -hmm. like that because when we cuddle and he's touching me, you know, my back and stuff, I just feel
0: relaxed. I don't Mm -hmm. feel like,
1: oh, I want to have sex. I just feel good.
0: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. What turn ons do you have that we haven't gotten to yet? Turn ons when
1: my partner does something without me asking for it.
0: Ooh, like what? Do you have a good example? Like
1: anything. When it comes to sex, even when he just like puts it in my mouth without me, like sometimes he'll walk into the room and he'll have his dick out and he just puts it in my mouth and I'm like, oh my God, yes.
0: (laughs) It sounds like you are a couple that really has a couple years of solid trust under your belt's Was it like that from the beginning or did you grow that trust? And what were the sexual origins of your relationship like? It sounds like you maybe you're a little kinkier, but like, was that something you looked for when getting together with a partner?
1: Yes. I always wanted somebody to be comfortable with sex because again, I saw that growing up. I always saw that, okay, you can be comfortable with sex. You can like sex. My partner now, when we first met, we actually hooked up the first time that we met. So when we first had sex, he was just so into me. It was another, this is what sex feels like experience. Oh. Like, this is what sex should be like. And I was like, wow, like this guy, he's just everything. He's careful. He's so sweet, but then he's so nasty and like a freak. And I was just like, yes, like keep doing whatever you're doing. Yes. And I really, really enjoyed it. However, I am going to say, I don't know if this has happened to other people. When I first had sex with him, I Personally, did not think his dick was as big as I think it is now. And I, <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's, that's just not what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> okay. Yeah. How, say more. Because
1: he did say that he wasn't as hard because he was nervous. Oh, he said because oh, of yeah. the way that I came on to him, he was not expecting at all for me to be into him. So after we had sex a couple of times, I was like, wow, like your dick is huge. But I never really expressed that to him. So it was like, okay, I really like your dick. I really do. For the first time, I didn't know if I, I liked the experience, but I wasn't sure about the dick itself. But now it's like, okay, the dick is amazing. Wow. And it's so perfect. It I, Like, it's literally how I love dicks. How it looks and everything. It, I've never seen one like it in person. But his is... That, like, blush pink. I love pink dicks.
0: (laughs) I have a thing for pink dicks. I love it. Does it get darker when he's hard, or is that when it's blush? That's when it's blushed. Oh, wow.
1: Yeah, and I love it.
0: And he actually, he got
1: circumcised as an adult. Oh, wow. It was before I met him. So I always wanted to know what it would feel like to suck on an uncircumcised dick. Totally. But now that he is circumcised, I am like, okay, this is like very suckable. Like, this is really good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Very suckable. Excellent. I also do want to just circle back and talk about dicks and anxiety for a second because I don't know if I say often enough out loud just because of some recent friend reflections I've gotten. Well, soft, anxious dicks are very normal. That's what I want to say. They're very normal. It's very normal not to come, especially like every dude that in your 30s that I fucked has been like, oh, it's not working the same as it used to. And <laughs> does, does, does. like, it's fine. <laughs> it's normal. It's good. The yes. more you worry about it, the scarier it will be. The longer it'll stay soft. And that's why I also feel like, yeah, it's such a gift to have older partners who are like, no, it's soft. It gets hard. It's soft. It's it hard. Like, I know I've talked about like loving watching stuff. get. Do you love watching his dick get hard? Yes. Does he grow do. or is he just like a... He grows. Oh, yeah, you said that. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> yeah.
1: So you it. love watching when it goes too? I
0: love, especially in a drawn-out sexual session, people like, men I'm with often say ahead of time that they have this anxiety that they're not going to stay hard the whole time. I'm like, I'd like to fuck for hours. I'm a big fan of, like, get hard, get soft, get hard, get soft, get hard. You know, go with the, like, literally with the flow of it and, like, If I can make it harden in my mouth or my hands or my boob, like that's just my favorite. Definitely in my mouth. Well, that's what I was gonna ask you about next. So, (laughs) you like blowjobs?
1: I love blowjobs. I love giving blowjobs. I never gave a lot of blowjobs before my relationship now. My first time giving a blowjob, I was giving it to my first partner and he was teaching me. It was literally. lesson and it was like if I was taking a sex class and he said okay do this he told me make it seem like you're sucking on something like that it's not a dick like maybe you're sucking on a lollipop you wouldn't put your teeth in a lollipop and I was like no he was like okay so do that so I kind of like started with the tongue and he would tell me go from the bottom to the top with the tongue and then kiss it and then after you kiss it you Open up your lips a little bit more and more each time. And then that's how you do it. Because he was very into blowjobs, he made sure that I knew how to suck a (laughs) dick.
0: Yeah. I love that. I asked, I had to ask for tutorials. And it was like, I finally found a friend who could give me clear communication. Literally the first six dudes were like, what? Just do it. And I was like, well, okay. You know, I wasn't confident. Lovers, we are going to take a quick pause for a word from our sponsor, And they have given me notes to do a sultry female voice, so I am very excited and I'm going to do my best. Did you know the Flora app is a safe place to open up, embrace your desires, and find like-minded people? This is the story of one couple who found the threesome of their dreams, discovered a new level of shared passion, and stepped into a whole other realm of possibilities, all thanks to Flora. As life's routines settled in, Robert and Lucy found themselves yearning to explore uncharted territories, so they downloaded Floor and embarked upon a thrilling journey of sensual experimentation, learning more about each other's desires in the process. Open-minded and adventurous, Robert and Lucy dreamt of adding a new dimension to their intimacy, sharing the touch of another woman, being witnessed and connecting in a way that transcends the ordinary. In Floor's diverse and accepting community, Lucy connected with Emily. A babe craving the same experiences. So they invited Robert to the conversation. The chemistry built and anticipation heightened as they exchanged messages until finally their agreed-upon date night arrived. A gorgeous hotel was the setting for their evening of pleasure, passion, and connection. A shared exploration that fulfilled each party's desires. Floor app celebrates the beauty of open-minded connections. It's a platform where fantasies come to life and desires are embraced without judgment. For couples seeking adventure with others, or individuals keen on exploring, Floor invites us all to a world where every desire is a possibility waiting to unfold. Download Floor now. Express your desires freely and find like-minded people today. Has that lesson served you well? Have you adapted your technique? Like it sounds like other partners might like it.
1: My partner now, he's like, he's like, there's no way that you haven't sucked many dicks before because you <laughs> suck it way too good. <laughs>
0: You're like, I'm just a natural. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Literally. So yeah, so I feel like I've better the way that I do it. Mm. I definitely before when I used to deep throw, I wouldn't put my tongue out. It helps me when I stick my tongue out while I'm deep throwing.
0: I don't know if I do or not. Now I need to go test. Will you stick it out like onto your teeth? Like
1: Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So my boyfriend told me to try to lick. bottom of his dick while
0: i'm deep doing it that's a great instruction
1: he's very into porn so he showed me a video where a girl was doing it and he said this is how you do it so i started doing that and it actually helps me
0: with the breathing when i'm
1: when i'm sucking it yeah
0: oh my gosh oh my gosh now i just need a subject so i can do some experiments (laughs) that's so cool (laughs) now here's another question you mentioned with that first experience where your whole body got touched that you loved how when he went down on you he used his hands, his whole hands do you do that as well when you're blowing a partner or do you like do you incorporate ball play or do you like to grab a thigh or do you ever reach around back for a little finger action?
1: I am a people's pleaser mm-hmm. so I love pleasing my partner so when I am giving him head I only focus on that yeah. and i do touch his body i do if he's laying down i reach for his chest and i rub his legs up and down while i'm doing it and stuff like that or for example when i want him to fuck my mouth i'll grab his thighs and i'll like motion it and he already knows so yeah
0: it sounds like you guys have such an amazing chemistry but also like light like unspoken body language for sex. Does it feel like fluid when you're together? I just hear so much desire. It does feel like
1: it's just part of who we are. Mm. And that's why I feel so comfortable in this relationship because I never had that before. And with my whole experience of you know being sexually assaulted, it was very difficult to be comfortable again with my body. Yeah. And this person really, really makes me feel comfortable. Wow. And I could say, even though he never tried anal before me, and even though he never really wanted to do it, he was like, you like it? Okay, let's do it. Okay, so how has
0: that been going?
1: So the food fetish, he said, you want me to touch your feet? I'll touch your feet. The first time he ever actually sucked on my toes, I was just going crazy. And till this day, I always tell him, that day was the best day we ever had sex. That was the best sex that we have ever had in our relationship. Because it was the first time that he sucked on my toes. Mm. So I
0: was like, wow. Okay, so you mentioned a little bit that he's on the larger side. <laughs> and for your asshole, what are you doing to like, have you gone in that direction all the way? Have you? Are you like working up to it? Like, what's the status there?
1: We're working up to it for okay. sure. We haven't tried much recently, but at first we bought the... I don't know what they're called, the little stream beans, like the anal beads. Actually, for my birthday, this my birthday that just passed. He bought me a bunch of anal toys. Like that was my birthday gift. <laughs>
0: right. So like butt plugs and beads or what? Yes, else he bought that? me a butt plug nice. that has a little diamond. So when <gasps> it's in,
1: it's the little diamond poking out. Pretty. He <laughs> bought me a shirt that says, Oh my pussy. Like you know, like how <laughs> <laughs> and he bought me, I haven't used it yet, but it's like something that you also put in your butt, but I don't know what it does.
0: Okay. Ooh. So butt we haven't
1: tried that yet, but we have tried a couple of things, but the thing is that his dick, his head is very big. Okay. So when he tries to put it in, it just doesn't, I, I just, I can't take it.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah. I definitely did work my way up with plugs. Okay. What other stuff have you tried? Like, have you guys do you use toys together? Are you exploring any kinky stuff?
1: We use toys together, for sure. He's the first partner that I've ever used toys with. We use vibrators. We bought the bullet, and we bought a ring for him.
0: <gasps> Vibrating or regular?
1: Vibrating. It didn't work.
0: Oh. It couldn't.
1: Gosh. It couldn't fit.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> because his
1: tip is very, very. Unique large.
0: Okay, the only thing I can think when you say that is I'm connecting it to his toe. <laughs> Do they <you> look alike? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, because I never thought of that. <laughs> I thought it both times now that you said it.
1: I might compare later.
0: Look at the Megamind cockhead too, not just the toes. Yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So-
0: Maybe you'll need one that like buckles around the bottom. <laughs> Oh, my God, Wait, I never I thought don't know of that. that. I don't know if they exist. I just make oh, stuff up in my head. Okay. <laughs> so that may not actually exist. But, like, <laughs> if it doesn't yet, at some point it will soon. I might look into
1: that. <laughs> but, yes, we have done handcuffs a lot. Mm. We love handcuffs.
0: What do you like to get handcuffed to?
1: Just, like, my back. I have this fantasy about being arrested and getting fucked. So I love him when he... You know, does the handcuffs behind my back and I'm just like, wow, I guess fuck me right now. We are going to try. A friend of mine actually suggested this. We are going to try him tying me all fours to the bed and him getting on top of me, blindfold me and drop hot wax. on my Oh, phone.
0: my gosh. Have you ever had any sensory play like that before? No. OK. And, you know, there's a special type of candle that is the body safe temperature to you. Yes. OK.
1: Good. Yes. Good. That's with that. I actually just ordered it. So, I'm waiting Amazing. for it to get here.
0: Amazing. Oh, that's so fun. And I just did some wax play with a new person that I met and he was very nice. He did it very high up, so it's like less hot by the time, you know, if you do it really close, it's like yeah. really intense, and if you do it higher, then it can kind of like spray. Oh my gosh, that's going to be so fun. Have you been blindfolded before? Yes. Yes, with him, yes.
1: The reason why I mentioned him so much is because honestly, almost everything that I've tried has been with him.
0: Yeah, it, it sounds like he's your like wonderful sex exploration partner and regular partner, but it sounds like you have an incredible sex life. So what else have you tried with him or, or what else are you going to try? We wanted to do a threesome, but I
1: explained to him that I don't feel comfortable doing things with other people. I just want to watch him doing things to another girl. And he always says to me, I just don't want you to get jealous after. And he always says to me, he's not very comfortable with me bringing another man. OK, so he always says, if I do this, will you want to bring another man into our sex experience? And I'm just like, well, not really. But then when I think about it, I might want to because I will feel that you got what you wanted. Mm. Why can't I get what I want? You
0: know what I mean? Mm. OK, so there is some part that is at least curious or wants the balance. Yes. Yeah. If you were OK with it, would you want a threesome with another dude like do you want a threesome at all or do you like more of the watching idea both directions
1: i don't really want a threesome okay i do want the watching the only thing that i would like to do with another female it would be sucking his dick both of us at the same time
0: so fun it's so fun (laughs) i feel like you could definitely make that happen at some point at a sex party or a club or something would you Okay, I just remembered I cut you off earlier We were about to talk about nipple clamps. So before we get into sex clubs and parties, (laughs) do you want to circle back and finish saying what you were going to say? (laughs) Yes, nipple
1: clamps. I love them. I have a love and hate relationship with them. Okay. Do you have sensitive nipples? Yes, I have very sensitive nipples. I love it when I'm touching myself and he is touching my nipples. Specifically my nipples, not my boobs. Just touch my nipples and that's it. I love when he bites them. That's another part of the gift that he gave me for my birthday. It was the nipple clamps. And we try them, and I was like, I really like how they feel. And when I take them off, I want them back on again. Oh. But while we're having sex, it's really painful. Oh, wow. Because my boobs move a lot because they're big. They're moving, the nipples, you know, everything is moving. So it's a little painful. So mm. I love having them on, but it could be painful.
0: Do you have the kind that's like... With a chain and they're, like, pinchy and adjustable or are they, like, the, like... No, I have the ones with the chain.
1: Okay. (laughs) Yeah, so you can adjust them. Yes, you can.
0: What if you were, like, getting, like, if you were on bottom getting ridden and someone was just, like, holding the chain, like, and you kind of had your boobs, would it add sensation or is it just, like, sensitive from fucking? Like, is it mostly from the movement?
1: I never try that, you know, somebody holding that
0: that's how it was first used on me as sort of like a tugging my nipples are pretty tough though like they can kind of take a beating like there's not a ton of sensation there so it's different for everybody although I did try one of the nipple clamps with like teeth in it the other day and I mercied out right away but it was also a new partner so I was like I don't know this toy I don't know this person you know I was like scared her but I've really enjoyed in the past like someone riding me and just like gently tugging and I've even had like the y-shaped one where the third clamp my clit is too sensitive some people use it as a clit clamp but my partner put it like over the hood like the folds to kind of like pinch the top together which was hot too just brainstorming (laughs) i never thought about doing
1: that on my clit i would definitely do that i feel like my clit yes my clit is a lot can handle a lot more than my nipples for sure
0: oh really have you ever used like a Pump like they have these like twisty things that kind of like pull your nipples or your clit into it. Is that something you be? I've
1: never used it. Okay. I actually haven't tried a lot of sex toys. I yeah. feel like I've tried just the basics, but that sounds interesting.
0: Yeah. I'm just doing some exploration. Like I, I feel like I got like an initiation with my first kinky partner and now I'm like working on my bucket list and my wish list and like slowly but surely adding things. But then I realize I'm kind of lazy because I'm like, no, I just want someone to do it to me. So okay. What about sex parties, sex clubs? Like, would you want to go? What's the vibe there for you?
1: We actually did go to... We were on vacation. We were in Key West, Florida. And there's this bar where the rooftop, you can get naked. And his parents are very open with sex, too. So we were on vacation with his parents. And his dad mentioned it. He was like, oh, look at that. You guys should go there since you guys are always fucking. (laughs) Like, oh let's go so we went up and we didn't take our clothes off but everybody else was naked and it was nice to see other people be naked so I wouldn't be opposed to going to a sex party
0: yeah honestly with the whole watching thing I yeah. think I would really like that totally I would love to go with a partner and just do watching it's so stressful to like go as a single person and try to like you, no, not you, you, no. Okay. never mind. You know, like that's the part where I'm like, I just need either someone who's going to like dominate me and like pick other people to use me. Or we need to just be like doing our own thing and like getting turned on by everyone. I agree. Would you want to do stuff in public? Even if other people weren't playing with you, like you'd be comfortable. Yeah. I've
1: had public sex before.
0: Oh, tell us more.
1: My first partner. It was actually since he lived in New York. Like I said, we were at, we were going to his aunt's place and the stairs there it was like 2 a.m. and we were really horny and i just said to him i was like let's do it right here and oh. we did it there and it was doggy and it was just so good like like the fear of getting caught like being you know the excitement everything i was like
0: wow like this is really good <laughs> what were you wearing was it a dress for easy access or did you just have to like
1: no get- i was <laughs> wearing pants it was winter <laughs> I was wearing jeans. It was hard. It was difficult to do it, but we did it and I enjoyed it. Oh and God. actually our first sexual experience ever together. It was in a public place. We it was 4th of July. I remember because we were watching the fireworks. And he asked if I wanted to get fingered and we went in a car and it was in a parking lot and a lot of people were walking by, but it was Ooh. dark. Yeah. And First, I was really scared, but once I was already almost having an orgasm, I forgot
0: that I was even there. Oh, so yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Any other cool locations that we should know about?
1: With my boyfriend now, one, during quarantine, we couldn't see each other, so we snuck out of our houses. He came to my house actually, and we had sex in my dad's car in the driveway. <laughs> And that was actually the first time I ever had sex in a car. I had tried having sex in a car before with this one guy that I was kind of dating, but I never did anything with him. And his penis was extremely, extremely small. So when I was on top of him and like I didn't see anything, but I like kind of like felt it, I got off and I was like, I don't feel comfortable doing this. And he was like, okay with it. But I think he thought that I didn't feel comfortable doing it because we were in a public setting. Like we were in a car and we were outside. But I didn't feel comfortable doing it because it was just going to be a terrible experience. I already saw the size of his penis. I already knew I'm not going to like this. Why would I do it?
0: I mean, amazing for you knowing what you want and just being like, this is not the thing. Is there anything else that we need to know about from your sex life that you already enjoy before we talk about future hopes, goals and dreams? I think I already mentioned being recorded, right? You only mentioned it briefly in passing of like you like to watch yourself. I would love to hear details of what you discovered. You said you and your boyfriend have gotten into it. Yes. He actually
1: has this one video where I was giving him head. And I was super drunk. When I'm drunk, I give the best head ever. <laughs> and I told him, I was like, record me. And he started recording me. And I was giving him head. And he in the video, he touched his And I was like, no, 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 this is mine. Like, I love the details, like, you know, how the close ups and everything. You're there. It's like being watched, but not really. It's an amazing feeling. I, I personally think that anybody who does not feel comfortable doing it in front of other people when they're with their partners that they feel comfortable with, recording is a good option.
0: That's amazing. That did get me more comfortable, too. It actually helped me appreciate what I used to judge as, like, stupid-looking sex faces or, like, where I, like, wasn't (laughs) hot-looking. Like, it actually made me just, like, really appreciate what a dumb slut I become when I'm in full pleasure. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wow. And that's how it should be. You know what I mean? People should never feel
1: uncomfortable when it comes to sex. Sex is such a part of nature. Yeah. And sex is something that we must do. Because when I don't have sex, I get angry. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I get frustrated. I get a lot of anxiety. Yes. So when I do have it and I feel good, that's how I know this is part of life. This is something that I should be doing more often. It definitely helps me feel connected to the world.
0: Well, and it sounds like you have a partner where you are getting the trust and the satisfaction that comes with it. And you're able to do things like explore mm, role plays like you were talking earlier about getting handcuffed and kind of like that being a little entrance. But you also mentioned that you would be into like full dress up role play. What kinds of fantasies do you have there? Cop and whatever I will be in that situation.
1: (laughs) I have a thing for cops. I've never dated a cop, but whenever I see cops, I'm like, oh, my God, that person is very hot that person looks good in that uniform so to see my boyfriend in a cop uniform it would be amazing I would really enjoy that but the thing is that we haven't done it because I don't want it to be one of those random costumes that you see that right I sell on. No, right. I want it to be a real like, uniform like
0: those are accessible just saying I had to be a police officer for a play that i did and i went to the surplus store and got enough stuff and i have like a legit hat still yeah it's doable you just gotta do some googling because it was pricey but it was for the performance that was fine whatever but like mm. or maybe he could just make friends and borrow an outfit all his friends are cops <gasps> so he totally has access <laughs> he just has to be brave enough to talk about it i guess maybe there's also legal issues i have no idea I'm always about I don't know. I don't know either. (laughs) I think as long as you don't have their badge, it's okay. Yes.
1: I've always asked them, hey, can you ask this friend? Because also his friends do not have the same body shape. Like, my boyfriend is very tall and skinny. He's not too skinny, but he is skinny compared to his friends. Okay. But I want something that will fit him. Yeah. I've been to California, but I don't know how the uniforms are usually the colors over there.
0: But here... They're more like a navy blue. Yeah, yeah, they're navy. Or if there's like navy and light blue, maybe I can't remember. Okay. Navy outside so, mostly, yeah.
1: <laughs> today, for example, he's wearing a navy blue shirt. And when he's wearing navy blue shirts or anything navy blue, I'm just like, wow, you look really good. And I think it's my whole cop fantasy thing.
0: Amazing. Oh, my gosh would you ever do like if his friends just did a fantasy scenario were like hey we have a jail cell free tonight and he had the outfit would you do the full thing yes (laughs) yes oh my gosh oh if that ever happens please come back and tell us that's amazing do you have other dress up fantasy role play scenarios like besides i mean that's a pretty good one but like do any other ones peek out at you
1: not me, but we have tried me, like, dressing up as a cat.
0: Cool.
1: We try the ears. I bought the little collar.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: So we tried that. He really likes cats. I never expected him to make it a sexual thing. Yeah. And he even asked me to meow while he put it in.
0: Ooh. <laughs> oh, that's so fun. And I also just, like, love... That he shared that with you because that's vulnerable for a lot of people.
1: I personally feel so bad because he's always been so open with the yeah. things that I like. Yeah. And I was just so shocked that he asked me to do that, that I didn't take it seriously. I was like, mm. are you serious? You really want me to do that? Yeah, yeah. And he hasn't tried ever since okay. to ask me again, but we have done the whole cat ears. We've okay. We've done that a couple of times.
0: What would you think about like donning the cat ears and then combining that with the kind of like blowjob vixen that you were earlier of like that's mine <laughs> like i wonder if he'd be into like a because it sounds like you like have you do you feel like you have a little hint of dominant energy or yeah. i just heard it come out there yeah yeah
1: yeah i do <laughs> i definitely do i like to be submissive but i definitely like to be dominant at times the only thing is when i am dominant i feel as if it's too strong for my partner i get that because when i am dominant is because I am either frustrated because I have not had sex in a while or because I am extremely horny and I want sex like right now and I want it this way. Like it's like I want to get fucked so hard, Mm. but I want to be the dominant. I don't want you to dominate me.
0: That's how I feel. Okay. Interesting. Wow. (laughs) What else do you want to try? I don't know. I have not
1: opened myself up to things like that. I do want to do one of those sex expert things, like the way that my mom did it with her friends. Like have somebody and show us toys and all of that. I definitely do. I would also like to try the crotchless panties. I've never tried them. Yeah. (laughs) My mom, when her sister got married, she bought her a pair. And I remember, I was such a curious child when I was younger. So I remember opening the box and I saw the panties. And I was like, these are so cool because you don't have anything. under." And my mom was like, why would you even look at that? And I was like, I don't know. I thought they were cool. And I think I asked her if I could have a pair. Mm -hmm. And she said, no, those are for adults. You can't have one. So I was like, okay. And... Another thing that I would like to try would be, you know, those vibrating panties that could be controlled.
0: I have heard about them. Yes. I would like to try those. Yeah, I've heard some of them can be very loud or some of maybe not the panties. There's like other stuff you can put in panties, too. Like there's different ones. I like the idea of like the built in one or the ones with slots. Yeah, a couple of former guests have talked about how surprisingly loud they were out in public. So (laughs) I would want to do a test first because I am still shy. Would you care if someone, like, heard you buzzing? If, like, if they figured out what it was? No. <laughs> Not at all. No. Okay. Maybe I could be more like you. <laughs> One day I was driving, and
1: my boyfriend was in the passenger seat, and we were at a red light, and he randomly touches me, and I don't really care. So he's touching my boobs, and he's, like, squeezing my boobs and everything, and this girl is right next to us in her car, and she's staring at us. And he's like, oh, my God, she's staring. And I'm like, I don't care. Keep doing that. <laughs> like, I don't care. I care when it's my family. Yeah. Well, actually, my first boyfriend, I brought him around my family. I never kissed him in front of my family. I never hugged him in front of my family. Mm. I never really interacted as a girlfriend. Okay. With my partner now, I am very open to always give him love and touch him and rub his back and I'm very open to you know for him to do the same to me I don't feel uncomfortable doing it and I think like you said before it's all about who you're with yeah because they could mean well but there's no chemistry
0: and that's just how it is Mm -hmm. yeah okay so is there anything else about your sex life that we need to know
1: One that was super weird, and this is when I ended that little friends with benefits that I had. We were together and we were watching a movie and he came on to me very strongly and that had never happened because I've noticed that in a lot of my relationships, I've always been the one to make the first move. Hmm. And one, I do that because I want to feel comfortable for when anything is going to happen. I want to feel in control.
0: Yeah.
1: And two, because I also get nervous and I don't want that person to do anything that's going to make me cringe. Mm. I always try to avoid awkward situations, always. Sometimes I might make things awkward by doing that, but. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Literally, when you said that, I was like, me too, but I think I always make it worse.
1: (laughs) So this one time we were just sitting there, this was actually the last time I ever saw him he was a much older guy. At the time I was like 18, 19, he was like 27, 28. So for me, that was a lot older. Only person that I've ever been with that's a lot older than me. And he kind of like started kissing my neck and just like grabbing me everywhere. And personally, I feel like I would have loved that. But the way that it happened, I was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to see you.
0: Talk about a turn off moment, and it sounds like you just listened to it and you're just like, oh, Yeah, beautiful.
1: That's why I feel so broken when everything happened to me with that guy because I've always been the type of woman that if I don't feel comfortable doing something, I stop it immediately. Yeah, and for sure, when that whole situation with this guy came in and he abused me, it made me feel. Like I wasn't the strong woman that I've always wanted to be mm. because I didn't have the opportunity to prevent it or to stop it.
0: Does that still feel true? Yeah, it does for sure. Is it supportive or helpful out loud for you to just hear like you're not wrong for that? Like it's not your fault just because you said that the first people you went to that there was some, it sounds like victim blaming.
1: It doesn't make me feel any better when people say that it's not my fault. Okay, It doesn't really help me. I feel for people that have been victims, I really understand now that it could be something, even if somebody kisses you and you don't like it, that could be a violation of your personal space, of your, you know, your values, anything. So when people say, oh, it's not your fault, I still feel like it is. Mm -hmm. But not because of the situation, not because of what happened, but because... You live your life thinking that you're safe. And then something so little or, you know, for me, it was something big. yeah. But for other people, it could be, like I said, just a kiss. That's still breaking somebody, breaking somebody's trust, breaking somebody's way of living life. I don't feel safe anymore. Yeah. There's been times where when my partner now, because he was the first partner after that. There's been times where... I told him to stop and he wasn't doing anything wrong. And I was just like burst out crying. And he was like, what's wrong? What's wrong? The first time I told him about it, we were actually in my room where it happened and we were making out. And I like started shaking and I was like, please stop, stop, stop. And he didn't know what was going on. So he thought that I said stop because I didn't like him Mm. or because I wasn't turned on. So, I had to, you know, make myself feel strong enough to be able to tell people how I feel about it. But it's gone to a point where I realized that I don't have to tell anybody, that I can pick and choose a time or day or whatever yeah. when I feel comfortable. So, even though I don't feel fully, you know, good when somebody says it's not your fault, I still feel good
0: that I have the power
1: to talk about it whenever I want.
0: Yes. Thank you for articulating that so beautifully and thoughtfully. Thank you. What are your hopes for your sex life going forward?
1: To be able to keep trying new things and feel good about them. And if I don't like it, at least I could say I try that. Fuck
0: yeah. And if you could go back in time and give younger you a piece of sex advice, what age or ages would you pick and what would you say?
1: When I was like 18, I would tell myself, stop giving your body to this older guy just because you think it's fun. Mm. What would you have her do instead? I would have
0: pleased myself more than what I did. Oh, May may we all please ourselves more. Ace, thank you so much for being a guest on the show. Thank you for having me. This is very exciting. Do
1: you have a sex question for me? I want to ask you two questions. When was your first real sex experience? And when did you learn how to really please yourself?
0: Lovely humans. Thank you for listening. If you appreciate the work that I put into this podcast, I would love it if you took the time to leave us five stars and a nice review wherever you get your podcast, especially Spotify. Since last year's troll attack on our ratings is still affecting our ability to be found via search. (laughs) I do love getting to know you and hearing your stories and meeting you lovely humans in real life. And remember, if you want to collaborate, apply to be a guest or leave us a single story voice memo via xstoriespodcast.com or sexstoriespodcast.com. Sex stories are always going to be my favorite, but now I also have question lists for love, friendship, dating, relationships, marriage, divorce, secrets, and so much more so that we can learn about connection through each other's experiences. I fucking love getting your emails and voice memos and receiving thoughtful noodle messages. It truly is hearing from you that fuels this work for me. And if you want to go deeper with me, get to know me, and support this podcast in meaningful, concrete ways, find me on Patreon, OnlyFans, FetLife, Venmo, Cash App, and all social media platforms at YOLI, or work with me privately for photo and video shoots, relationship support, creative breakthrough sessions, and retreats yole.com slash links is where you can find the list of all the ways to play with me and the link is in the description below thank you for joining me to spread ripples of love to co-create a world where taking care of each other is the norm thank you for spoiling and inspiring me with your stories and your support please take care of yourselves take care of each other and remember to share stories in the name of lovely human connection